Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, it's Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. You just heard the sound of rock cracking, sadly, horrifically. It's rocks all over the Ukraine. And yes, we stand with the Ukraine, and we stand and we pray for the Ukraine. We're on our knees praying for the Ukraine. But this week's show, Putin's War Gambit, includes America and we're going to tell you why and we're going to get to that it's very important of all the shows I've done uh, this has got to be one of the most important messages that America is not getting out on the mainstream media I'm going to say it in three ways uh, Putin has put out a trap we talk about how American politicians play checkers and he plays chess he's a judo master he's um, he's evil and a war criminal and what he's doing yes and I hope that uh, the Russians will be able to say hey that's enough to figure out a way to stop him it doesn't look like they will they never stopped Saddam Hussein took an invasion and I'm not sure not saying America needs to get in any kind of war with Russia and we'll talk about that as we're coming up but Putin has put a trap that includes America and we're going to spell it out for you in just a minute. And that's the first thing. And then the second thing is America has stepped into the trap. Now, we can get out. There is a way out. And number three, I'm going to tell you what you've heard bits and pieces of. There's a, an exact way we can get out. And America can win. Ukraine can win. And the West can win. It's a, there, there's a very simple plan, and we're going to go over those three things, the trap and how America's fallen into the trap and exactly how we can win. America can win. Ukraine can win. The West can win. And Russia will lose in the short term, but if they get rid of Putin and, and get a real democracy going in Russia, Russia could win also. And the world would win if we get rid of Putin. If the Russians themselves will get rid of Putin and go into a real democracy. Oh, Russia has so much potential. They're more than just a gas station. You know, they can be. They won't be as long as Putin's there. But now, uh, last week we did have State of the Union address by President Biden. <clears throat> you want to know how I feel about it? Well, let me let you, I'm going to play this uh, short clip with uh, Carl Rove from Fox News as he was talking about 
how he felt about the speech. I'll have to pretty much agree with Carl Rove, and then I'll, I'll give you a little bit, and then we're going to get into this week's show about Putin's war gambit and how it includes America. As soon as he got elected, he signed up for Bernie Sanders' agenda, and Bernie Sanders' agenda did not work. We've had early indications of that in Virginia and New Jersey. I think they're headed toward a very, very tough election this fall. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell telling us that last hour, and Carl Rove joins us now. Anything to quibble with there? No, I think he put his finger on it. I think this was the biggest mistake in the speech last night, uh, to bringing back the Build Back Better plan and trying to repackage it. The words Build Back Better never passed his lips, but it was all there. Let's do the prescription drug thing. We got to worry about childcare. We got to have climate provisions. And all I'm going to try and now describe this as an anti-inflation matter. Pass Build Back Better, costly as it is, and it's going to re reduce inflation. Doesn't sell, and a bad mm -hmm. mistake. Uh, I will scale one to ten. I mean, how how'd you score it last night? I did kind of the easiest way to interpret well, how you were reading it. Well, I think you got to divide it in two. You got to divide Ukraine and everything else. I thought on the Ukraine it was a strong start. He was smart to address it at the beginning. It's what the what the news media wanted wanted to hear about. It's what the American people wanted to hear, and I thought it was it was effective. Uh, I thought everything else was not so effective. Uh, it, look, these speeches we endow them with a false, you know, importance. Uh, we think of them as big dramatic moments, and that's because of the pageantry and all the press coverage. But in reality, they have very little effect on public opinion. The one rare example of it having a big effect on public opinion was when Bill Clinton, shortly after failing to be impeached in the Senate, appeared in 1998. Otherwise, Gallup suggests that the change in public opinion improves the president's rating by one or two points on average. So, but, but what we were expecting, what you want to do is foreshadow. What are we going to do over the next year? And what he essentially said last night in the second part of the speech after Ukraine was, we're going to try and do the same thing I've already failed for the last year and a half in doing, and that is passing the elements of the Build Back Better without ever mentioning their name. And I'm going to try and suggest to you that this is a solution to inflation. And I don't think that's going to be... Um, you know, in essence, I hate to say it, bought by uh, independent voters and swing voters in this election. They think the problem is the government is spending money it doesn't have, diminishing the value of the dollar, increasing demand, and inflation is too much money, chasing too few goods, and that's what we find ourselves in today. Well, I believe uh, Carl Rove nailed that. I believe he pretty much summed up the State of the Union address by President Biden. I will say Nancy Pelosi had some little hand signals that I, I don't know what they were. Uh, it, it leaves us all to wonder. <laughs> we wonder about Joe Biden. And uh, he, of course, he got his tongue tied a few times. And we wonder about him. But Nancy Pelosi didn't give us a lot of, uh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to say what have If something was to happen to Joe, then our vice president and the speaker of the House, the next two in line for the presidency, didn't give us a whole lot to uh, look forward to. And if you heard our vice president explaining in simple terms what was going on in Europe, I mean, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, I should play that clip. Let me find it. Here it is. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Oh my, um, as bad as Joe Biden is, he may be better than what would 
happened something happened to joe then you just heard who our next president would be as that inspires confidence to the world does that inspire confidence to do you people in the ukraine oh my goodness oh my goodness and then and then we had the next in line for the presidency who had all kind of little hand motions and you you wondered about her competence so this is the leaders the democrat democratic party chose and and americans have voted them in by some means uh i'll just leave it like that because we got to go on with the, today's show putin's war gambit it includes america and how does that happen well let's look at it the war is horrible civilians are being slaughtered troops are being slaughtered on both sides it is sad very sad and uh, here like i said pray for peace pray for peace but that's not going to get uh, any help to the ukrainians without people being active they are being active um, i heard president uh, Zelensky of uh, ukraine being called churchill in a t-shirt very much fits that churchill uh, he uh he, he, he just raised a whole country up by his words during World War II. When we talk about Great Britain and look back at history, and President Zelensky has really uh, brought the battle to Russia in, in overwhelming odds, and it slowed down the huge army machine, and, and it's actually probably embarrassed the generals, embarrassed Putin. He's not going to stop. Putin is not going to stop unless the russian people stop him uh, and that's the trouble with the putin trap he has not he has not forgotten about sanctions he does have a lot of gold about we mentioned that last week about a 150 billion dollars worth of gold that you can't devalue that but he has what 640 billion dollars in uh, american dollars because every country the ruble is in russia and normally when the ruble is going down you you would use american dollars and you would uh, strengthen your ruble you can't do that when america's uh, imposed a banking uh, situation in uh, on on russia when they put in these sanctions and the west begged for it everybody begged for it but this is the thing that you got to understand what putin wants is ukraine yes but his trap includes america because for decades he has he has hated and he's been jealous of america and he's hated the fact that the world's reserve currency is the u.s dollar and he has worked and he's he's um you know he's worked with china he's talked with others about the getting the, the american dollar out from being the world's reserve currency so what does that mean he has 640 billion dollars in american uh, currency every country has a central bank has to keep a lot of american dollars so that they can even out things as using their central bank if it's in london or if it's the euro all over Europe, they got the European Central Bank. They, uh, if it's Australia or New Zealand, if it's Japan or China or India, 
you have American dollars. You remember that's when uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, when we went into Iraq and, 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 you know, his bank's full of American dollars because every country has to have American dollars. That's why we're the world's reserve currency. What we forget when we say, oh, we can keep borrowing money. Yes, we can because we're the world's reserve currency. It does not cause a lot of inflation. It has in the last 40 years. Why? Because we are the world's reserve currency. But if we lose that, if we are no longer the world's reserve currency, then we will see inflation spike up 30 to 40 percent very quickly because why because we're living high on a hog and america has really it's been an exceptional nation by putting us as the world's reserve currency that's what's happened since world war ii and it's very difficult for americans to wrap their heads around that and understand it and we got politicians who think it will not hurt us to keep borrowing money Look what the Democrats did all last year. It's still, even though we're, we are the world's reserve currency, it has shot inflation up. But it's just a tiny bit of what will happen if we're no longer the world's reserve currency. And how does that affect? Okay, don't have graphs. You can't look at graphs on a podcast. But just realize this. China has $3 trillion dollars. Now that we have made an example out of Putin and Russia and Russia's central bank and destroyed the ruble, do you think other countries, especially like China, are not taking notice? If we can ruin Russia's currency by just saying we are going to sanction you and not even having the United Nations, not having a vote, just just saying we're going to sanction you. And, you know, shut out you using that 640 billion American dollars. You got people like China saying, well, why would I keep three trillion American dollars in our central bank? You're probably not going to see it. And what happens when they start getting rid of those three trillion dollars? And it's not just China. What about India? What about Pakistan? What about, uh, you know, all, all of Southeast Asia? Everywhere, even if they're our allies, maybe our allies won't, but there's such a big world and so much is held in central banks because that's the way it's been and it's driving Putin crazy. But here's this trap. If the world, including China, and China has probably, I think, more than anybody else, starts getting rid of the American dollar out of their central banks... What did it go to? Gold? Bitcoin? I don't know. The world's never really been on a Bitcoin plan. El Salvador says everybody else needs to join. That's that's a joker card. We don't know how it's going to be played out. But this is why Putin sees a trap that if he gets bogged down, and he is, and if uh, even if Russia ends up failing which probably won't happen they will slaughter a lot of people in this war and Putin's not going to stop and just like uh, as we're recording this show for this week the nuclear reactors uh, in, in the midst of the fight the biggest one in Europe which could cause a catastrophe and Russian 
bombs are dropping around the nuclear reactor. That is not good. So these are the things. This is the trap that's being set up by Putin. He would love for America to walk in this trap and, and get sucked into it. I'm not saying get sucked into World War III. That could very well happen if things got uh, tough. In fact, I want to play something for you from uh, the old movie Red October, uh, Hunt for the Red, for Red October. And uh, Before I do that, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have each and every one of you listen. Uh, we do have a book out there. If you haven't got that book yet, it's called Bedrock Truce. It's written by Dr. Ed Holliday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarland. We'd love to get that book out to you. If you want to go to get that, you can go to docholliday.org. That's www.docholliday.org. Holiday has two L's in it, H-O-L-L-I-D-A-Y. So uh, you can go there, order the book. We'd be glad to get that out to you anywhere in the United States. If you're outside the United States, you check of Amazon, see if you can get that book. But now, Fred Thompson. Anybody remember that name? <laughs> He's an actor. Oh, what? He ran for president. It was not like Ronald Reagan. He got beat pretty quickly in the primary, Republican primary, back in 2008. But listen, um, it, it's one of these things if, Fred Thompson is in a movie called A Hunt for Red October. Now, take a listen real quick. Our place. Pick up your left wing. You're drifting left. Power, power, wave off, wave off. Eject, eject, eject. This business will get out of control and we'll be lucky to live through it. I hope nothing like that happens. Yes, we're always worried when you got a nuclear power like Russia that's acting horribly. That's acting, uh, uh, it's war crime. Uh, we've had people say what Putin is doing, he can be charged for war crimes. And I agree. I agree with that. But if you do a no-fly zone, what happens? Well, you got Americans facing off and NATO planes facing off with uh, Russia. And Russia, as Putin has said, he's put his nuclear uh, arsenal on alert. So this is this is the business that could get out of hand. What do you do if a, uh, if a nuclear reactor is hit and you got to uh, cover it up? I mean, does the international community come in? Can they? Will they be allowed to go in the war zone? I don't know. We don't know. Things that we hadn't even thought about can happen. But this is the scary thing, what I told you about, what Putin's trap is. And what is America doing now? Well, America is, I'm afraid they're falling for debate. Yes, we all want to say, let's stop. Let's stop Russia. Let's let's just stop them in their tracks. We'll throw them out of SWIFT, the banking system, and we're gonna we're gonna sanction them, and they cannot use their six hundred and forty billion dollars of American dollars. We're gonna sanction them. Well, that's what America's done. We haven't done what we could do using uh, our arsenal of energy. Have not gone there, and we're gonna play a clip from uh, Joe Manchin in a minute. But if America 
tries to do a no-fly zone, it's going to get dangerous, very dangerous. Do the people of Ukraine need help? Absolutely they need help. And there's ways to get equipment into them, and it should have been done more. Uh, in a way, I understand it, that Trump did send in these Javelin missiles. And then when Biden got elected, he slowed it down. I don't know how much, how little trickled in, but he slowed down what the lethal aid that uh, Trump had been putting in for his four years because he knew that uh, this thing could be threatened because of an ongoing war in the eastern part of Ukraine. And if you remember back when Crimea was taken over under when Vice President well, Joe Biden was Vice President, they sent a bunch of blankets and food to the Ukrainian army. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Uh, but going back to this trap that Putin has set for America, he does not want America to be the world's reserve currency anymore. We're falling into that trap because we are sanctioning Russia. And it is making all the, all the different countries around the world think, do I need to keep American dollars in my central bank? And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about people have to keep billions of American dollars. And that helps float the American economy. I won't go into all the reasons why, all the reasons how, but it is helping to float the American economy. We live higher on a hog, and we have deficits every year, and it, we've kept our interest rates low until some people like the Democrats in charge now just blew the lid off of it. We're spending way, way more than anybody has ever spent after we had already spent $5 trillion on the pandemic. They just could not keep from throwing more money out of helicopters. And helicopter money just kept throwing it around so that their donors could make some real money more than, so they can donate again this midterm well maybe i shouldn't say all that but that's exactly what is going on in many cases but the people vote they they just uh, overwhelm them with uh, the lies that we hear that uh, america is going to and the world is going to fall apart in 12 years if we don't ban fossil fuels but that's exactly what vladimir putin is counting on that's his trap because he knows who's in charge, Joe Biden. He knows who's controlling Joe Biden. He's watched what Joe Biden's done. He's read him, knows him like a book. He's playing chess as Joe Biden is playing checkers, what little he can with the help around him. And Putin's making a gambit. Not only does he want the Ukraine, and he wants more than that, he said that, but he really wants America to walk in this trap, and America has walked into this trap. And the trap is saying we're going to sanction you. Do we need to stop Putin? Absolutely. Can we stop Putin? Absolutely. We can stop him in his tracks. Remember what I said. The Ukraine wins, the West wins, and America wins. And this is how we'll do it. Let me tell you how I can see. Well, that was the who, and I can see for miles and miles in this situation, 
It is simple. The world is complex. War is horrible. As General Sherman said in the American Civil War, war is hell. And we're seeing hell in Ukraine. We are seeing it. And people are suffering. And there's a way to stop it, stop it cold, stop Putin, and America wins, Ukraine wins, and the West wins. It's simple. All you have to do is go back and look what Donald Trump did with energy in America when he was president. He's, he's written out the whole game plan. Just go back and do and copy exactly what Donald J. Trump did starting in 2017. You say, oh, it won't be quick enough. Yes, it will work quickly when they know America is going to drill, baby drill, open up everything we got and make sure every ounce of Russian oil is embargoed. It's, it's cut off. It cuts off the money supply to Vladimir Putin. <laughs> and it keeps prices low. It'll sink prices lower. If he does get somebody to buy some cheap oil, it'll be cheaper and cheaper. And that's good for America, it's good for the world, it's, and it's good to stop Russia's aggression. Why cannot anybody see that? I'm not the only one that sees it, I understand it. Here, here's a Democrat, Senator from West Virginia. Listen to Joe Manchin, he was, he was on a Larry Kudlow show of, on Fox Business last week. Take a listen to what Senator Joe Manchin had to say. Well, Larry, let, let me just say, put things in perspective. What we're going through today, and you and I are of a vintage, we remember the Cuban Missile Crisis mm -hmm. and how concerned we were with nuclear war could break out and this and that. We now have a land war not seen since basically World War II in Europe. It could escalate into something horrific. We've got to come together as a country and be the leader that the world needs right now in coming together. So I'm working, as you know, I always do with my Republican friends and my Democrat friends to come together as one as Americans right now and show the unity that we have. What we need to do right now is make sure that we are able to lead by showing the rest of the world how much that we support Ukraine. And we will shut off the revenues every way we possibly can that goes in to uh, Putin and to Russia. Uh, that product has been coming at an average of over 500,000 barrels a day. It's up to 670,000, you are correct. Mm. And that can be stopped. Now, it's not the federal government buying this product. It's basically private enterprise companies that buy it to provide basically energy, a lot of it to the Northeast, a lot of it over on the West Coast, because it has been extremely cheap. But the bottom line is we can produce it. We're down a million barrels a day, Larry, that our, our production. We've been up to over 12.3, we're down to 11.2 million barrels a day. So we can pick up that. People says, well, it's gonna create higher prices in, in, in America. It should not it, uh, really reflect at all in pricing higher in America because we have that capacity. If not, you know, I oppose the uh, administration on the XL pipeline. I think we should have built that pipeline. I still think we should be able to build that pipeline and have that product coming from Canada, our best and friendliest neighbor that we have. So we have many options to do this, to not to put a burden on American taxpayers and American consumers. But uh, this is a time for us to show our unity behind Ukraine and that's shutting down everything we can. I've said this, Larry, if our bar owners, God bless them all, the bar owners around America are stopped selling and basically serving yeah. Russian vodka, can't we at least stop Russian petroleum and <laughs> Russian oil from coming in? I love if America gets real leadership, 
if Joe Biden can grow a backbone, if Kamala Harris can have a backbone, if we get real leadership to work bipartisan and show the world that we know how to stop Vladimir Putin and, and, and cut his energy off, keep him from making money, let America help the world and help ourselves at the same time. America wins, Ukraine wins, and the West wins. And hopefully Russia will change governments and we, we can see a better world. And it can come from standing strong, just like President Zelensky has showed us from the horrors of war right there in the Ukraine, standing up and with the fellow, his fellow citizens, men, women, old, young, and they are putting up a fight against Russian aggression that all the world is seeing. And it, it's inspiring to see what the Ukrainians are doing, how they want freedom, how they do not want to be slaves to Russia again. So summing up, remember that Vladimir Putin, he wants the Ukraine. He is attacking maliciously with war crimes to achieve his objective. But don't forget, he wants to put America in a trap. We told you, we explained it. And there's one way for America to get out and help win this war for Ukraine, help win this war for the West, and help win this war for America and even the Russian people. Maybe they'll get a backbone and get a real democracy and the entire world can celebrate. Right now, people are looking for America for leadership and it may have to come down the road after a failed uh, leadership. If we lose the world's reserve currency status, then every American will pay a high price and it's gonna be ugly in America and around the world. So this has been a very, very important show that you're not hearing on the mainstream media. So I do want you to tell your friends and neighbors, they need to listen to this show. Don't let America fall into Putin's trap. He's got a trap. And even if he loses the Ukrainian war, America is still in that trap if we do not use the energy that God has given us for this time and this season. There's a time and place in the future we can go to non-fossil fuels. We can work our way to get there. But now is the time to use everything that God has given us to help our fellow men and women and freedom-loving people around the world. So thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. There is rock splitting across the world. And even in America, this is a, a time for real patriots to pay attention. We've laid out what we need to do. We need to work together as a nation to get our energy back going 100% everywhere we can for this time and this season and this place in history. And if your politician does not follow along with that, it's time to get rid of that politician. It's an election year. Get out and vote. Start campaigning now. Let's get America in a driver's seat of freedom again and make America and the entire world 
the best it's ever been. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.